Blog Talk Radio. company in the world. I should just rename uh, AEW the uh, freaking uh, Rodney King Wrestling Company, because can we all just get it on? Let me bring in Sandman. What's up? Yo, 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 what's going on? Dude, man, AEW is officially the Rodney King Wrestling Company, because can we all just get along? Everybody just fighting. Yeah. Yeah, it's too messy, you man. Know, they really need TK. We need to do something, man. Like they need to hire me to fucking straighten these guys out. That's what they need to do. <laughs> it's probably gonna be too late. But um, so tired. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just it's just crazy, man. Everybody's got to take the Brock Lesnar approach in wrestling. Oh, you want me to put this guy over? Is the check gonna bounce? No. Okay, I'll put him over. You know, that's what Brad, that's what Lesnar does now. He don't give a fuck. He'll put over anybody. And you know? I'll just go in there and get paid. Get paid, get laid, and that's it. Call it a day. But uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Get laid, eat a steak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyways, uh. So look at this whole thing about CM Punk. Now, a lot of people think this all this shit's a work. When it first started, I'm thinking it was a work. And now, this whole thing with Ace Steel and this and that, I don't know what the hell is all this bull crap that's going on with this. But um, I, I honestly believe if Tony Khan is smart, and I think after he stopped snorting coke for a couple of days, I think he's got some brains. But uh, what they should do is announce that they're going to do the show at Daly's Place for the first show for Collision. And then at the end of the show, the last five minutes, CM Punk shows up, and then, I don't know, he just grabs a mic and starts going off on the company. Tony Khan shows up and says, hey, you know, this ain't part of the deal. You're not supposed to be here. And then CM Punk just gives him a go to sleep, and uh, we call it a night, and then we get heel Punk. Because he's in a situation where when he comes back, if he does, he has to be a heel, you know. And they can honestly use CM Punk as the Bret Hart of the 97 fucking Canadian thing, basically, 
Punk will just be a heel in the United States, but when they go to Chicago, he's a fan favorite. So they should just do that like what they do with like MJF, like I was talking about the other day on your show. MJF basically heal everywhere he goes, but when he goes to New York, fans love him and he respects the fans in New York because that's where he's from. So, um, I mean, what what are your thoughts about this whole CM Punk situation, collision, and all this shit? Um, like going back to the scrum, you know, everybody was was saying, "Oh, CM Punk was the only wrong one." I think everybody was wrong. Everybody, you know, played a played a role of doing something stupid, and um. You know, given the fact that, you know, these dudes came through, like, yeah, he challenged everybody to a fight, but y'all supposed to think above that and be like, you know what, let's let him, let's let him cool off and, you know, we'll, we'll talk to him in the morning or what may have you. Don't just go and allegedly chin music the door down, some super kick party the, his locker room door down, and, you know, think some think he's just going to run or whatever the case may be, especially that this dude Ace Steel wife was in there. Like, you kick down somebody's door, they're going to want to defend themselves right off the kick. You know, exactly. It's, it's, you know, especially given what he's, given what he, um, Punk said. I just think them yep. doing that, they escalated this situation when it had, because the situation was really bad as is. This was, a, as EVPs, this was a de-escalate the situation. And that's how we got to where we got to now. You know, now everybody don't want to work everybody, and everybody's, you know, picking and choosing. And that's when that's when TK, you know what I mean, he lost control. Because, come on now, like, we may, we may have um, throw a lot of shots at Vince, but picture them trying to do something like that towards Vince, like, oh, I'm not doing that. Well, I'm not doing this. Vince is over, well, you're staying home then. And then, you know, you're just going to be out the loop. To the point where people forget you if you don't want to do your job. Exactly. This exactly. Is, he like it's reports out there saying that he uh, he's starting to Tony Khan is starting to you know put on his big boy big boy boxes, but mm-hmm. it's too late. These people are already out of yeah. control. Well, I, I mean, I said it from the start, basically. The CM Punk situation, he was a non-factor to begin with because he was injured. He was going to be out for six months, so th- 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 don't worry about CM Punk until around May or June anyway. So now that he's healed up and stuff, now you can bring him back in the fold. And the fact that they brought in back Omega and the Young Bucks, if they brought them back, you have to bring back CM Punk because basically Tony Khan's playing favorites then, you know? And if fucking the Young Bucks and Omega initiate this whole backstage brawl, they should have been fired too, you know. So, what, whatever. We'll just see. I think it's all about money. I think it's all about ratings. And then, I think Punk is trying to draw attention to the company. You know, him showing up at Raw, just put more eyes on the product. I think. I think it's all just a big, the big, big show, as my dad would say. It's just a big show. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, we got we got Chris on board. What's going on, man? Actually, my lady wanted to um put her input in there real quick. She had oh, yeah, something to say about the situation. Yeah. Yeah, we'll bring in Chris really quick. What's up, man? Hello? Hey, yo. What's good? Uh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Oh, who, me? Yo, yo. Yeah, you, you, oh, yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, I just want Chris to say a quick hi, that's all. 
No, I was just saying, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You the whole Tony Khan shit, like, it started way before the CM Punk. Remember when he was on Twitter going back and forth with that female wrestler about her mistreatment yep. in his company? Big yeah, yeah, Big Swole, like, it started back then. And then with the whole yeah. fucking, uh, when, uh, what is his name? Fucking, uh, damn it, Dusty son. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, no. Um, Cody. Cody. Like, when he was online, sitting there, like, posting all that shit. Like, Tony ain't got no control of that company, and now you want to get control of it. It's too late. You let too much shit happen. I know. He should have had guys with him, working with him. He's. You got to look at it. This guy is fucking spread thinner than a, a fucking peanut butter jelly sandwich with 12 kids in the house. You know, it's like fucking... He's doing the fucking soccer league. He's got the fucking NFL team. He's got AEW wrestling. He, he needs people to be working on. He can't do a one-man show. I don't care how much Coke, Ritalin, fucking drugs that he has. You, you know, he needs sleep, too, Coke boy, you know? He's a, he's, a, he's, a Tyler Perry, he's a Tyler Perry of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. So, uh, Chris, what, what, are, what are your thoughts about this whole punk situation and shit? I'm kind of over him, to be honest. Yeah. That's pretty much it's, all it's I got to say. Yeah. And, uh, I just it's think, like I said before, I just think A still is a really weird hill to die on. If that story is no. true. Right. right. They say that, oh, he's supposed to be his mentor. He doesn't have to be there. You can, he can mentor you via payphone or cell phone, whatever. Exactly. Like, he can exactly. send you an email. Why does he have to be there? I don't get it. This is ridiculous. It's not, like, it's, it's, it's not like he's this great agent. I mean, before he yeah. showed up, before the whole shit happened, you know, they introduced him, you know, in that story between him and Mox. And the majority of fans hadn't even heard of him. That's just the reality of it. I'm not even trying to be a dick. Most folks were like, who's this guy? And then they were just like, oh, he's a friend of Punk. And it was like, okay. It was kind of fascinating, really, because in such a short amount of time, he went from, like, an absolute nobody to, it's like, all of a sudden, oh, he's Punk's friend. And it was like, okay, and then not much long after that, the brawl-out stuff happened. I've never seen someone in wrestling just suddenly appear out of nowhere to just disappear suddenly and stuff like that. Um, like yeah. I said on the uh, roundtable with Sandman show, he's legitimately lucky he's not in jail for assaulting someone and no. biting somebody. <laughs> like yeah, he should okay, be. Mar- yeah. Marv Albert over here. Remember Marv Albert, the yeah. announcer, he did his wife. Bite them hoes. What happened? They ran out of chicken at Popeyes or something. They closed early. He I got mean, there's, there's, there's a reason why he's the only one that was fired because nobody knew who the fuck yeah. he was and nobody cared anyway. So I don't know. Like I said, I uh, think who? Punk has like loyalty to like certain friends. I think the only time I heard about this Ace Steel guy, remember years ago before AEW started, Punk showed up at an indie show with a mask. I think that was Ace Steel's show. It was either Ace Steel or somebody else. But uh, anyway, I, I mean, I don't know. If Punk's looking out for his friends, that's cool. But I ain't even trying to be a dick. Punk's got an awful track record of friendships just ending. I mean, he was cool yeah. with Hornswoggle until he wasn't. He was cool with Cabana until he wasn't. Yeah. He was cool with Kofi yeah. until he wasn't. You know, he's cool with yeah. FTR for now. And how long before FTR does something or says something that pisses Punk off? I mean, this dude has a track record of just seemingly having friends and suddenly yeah. they're not friends for, like, no reason. Yeah. 
yeah, think it's, uh, like, it's not like you tell them. It's not like you tell them, like, look, I can't, I can't message you no more because you did this or you did that. I heard he just cut you off without you, like, yo, what did I do? Like, what's going on? Well, I'm trying to call this dude. He got me blocked. Yeah. I think, I think honestly, CM Funk needs to call Zach Morris and get the Zach attack together and have that song Friends Forever fucking back on track. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But anyways, I don't know. I think this A Steel must have, like, a sex tape with CM Punk with, like, Lita and Trish and whoever the fuck he dated back in WWE. He doesn't want that tape to be leaked because uh, fucking his wife will divorce him and take all his money. I don't fucking know. There's got to be more to the yeah, story with A Steel. These people are so like, you, know, you want to be, you want to stick up for your friend or whatever, but it's not that serious. Like, he's a grown yeah. ass man at the end of the day. He'll find a job if he wants no, to on him and his family to eat. I know. Honestly, it's like if the shit doesn't work out with him and AEW, fucking go to New Japan. Fucking, they'll hire him for a couple shows. He'll go. He can go to fucking no, Ring no. of Honor. Well, not Ring of Honor, but fucking Impact. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Impact's gonna pay Punk with tattoos. You know, you don't got any money. If Tope said, if Tope said, if if he can't hang with Kenny Omega, he definitely can't hang with the dudes in Japan. They'll kill him. Yeah. That's for a star power addition, though. No, I know. I know. I mean, his name brings in, it'll bring in revenue. Like I said, like, like Punk, his videos, his two videos when he returned are like the highest viewed videos in AEW. His segment was the highest rated segment ever on Rampage, so he does bring in viewers. I mean, yeah, and that's I the res- whole point. I, I respect TK even more if, uh, you know, because the story, there's a lot happened is that, you know, last Wednesday is that, you know, everything was going good, and then, you know, Punk was like, okay, because the story is that, you know, he was supposed to be on the uh, collision poster, and that his likeness was supposed to be on it, and as the story is going, and again, we don't know for sure, but the story says that basically Punk was like, all right, you know, so what about my boy Ace? And then TK was like, nah, we're not going to be using him. And then Punk was like, well, if you're not going to be using Ace, you won't be using me. So if that story's true, then I actually um, kind of respect TK for holding it down. Why the fuck should he get a job yeah. back? You know, it's like if you go to no. school... If you're on a football team or a basketball team, you know, if you're a quarterback or basically if, if you if you do something to embarrass your school, like a fight or something, you know, you get suspended, you, you just don't come back and you're just put in the same spot. Like there's a there's a humbling process there. Either you're just let go from the team, you know, or yeah. there's a period of time that's got to go by where you got to kind of prove yourself and then they let you back on. So just yeah, the idea the of punk just – yeah, the idea of Punk just wanting A Steel to just uh, come back as if nothing happened. It's like, dude, like I don't give a fuck if that's your boy. Like he fucking bit somebody. Like there's no call for that. It's ridiculous. Like okay. you Mike know. Tyson, <laughs> no over there. Well, A Steel. They, they, no for that. Like, if, if they said, like I was saying, if they super kick party, this dude go down. A fight is a fight. Yeah, so, which yeah, Punk started. He, yeah, he started there, but like I was saying before you before you um came on the show, I was saying that yeah, Punk started it. He wanted to fade, but them as EVPs, they should have thought like, yeah, you know what? Let's you know let them let them cool down. Let's not go and attack it out the situation. Let's let them cool yeah. down. That we'll, we'll talk to them the following day or whatever. They were sticking like yeah. they, like they are about that life. Like oh, what you shut this for a fight? 
you know, young must know they're really not about that life. They're more Kenny Omega. So they wanted to. They I don't wanted think that, that story's. I don't. I don't think that story is true because they brought the lady with them. I forgot her name. She's like um, a secretary or something like that. She's she's like a, a really high ranking position in the company, and the elite took her with her, with them when they went in the room. So the fact that they took her with them tells me that they weren't going in there to fight. Why would you go in there to fight if you have an executive with you? So I think the super yeah. kicking the door down is a false narrative. That was kind of making its rounds at the time, but I don't think that's true. Now his daughter was in there. They were trying to show off for her. I don't know. Well, I know but, anyway, I mean, but, the, but the thing that was, doesn't make any sense about this whole broad thing, too, Weren't the Young Bucks fucking politician of punk to come in years ago? And they're all going back and forth on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Matt Jackson. Um, yeah, Matt Jackson always said that um, you can yeah. find it on one of the old BTEs, like back when they were in New Japan before uh, AEW was ever a thing. Um, it was uh, it was Kenny, the Bucks, Hangman, and Cody. They were in Japan, and they were just doing, like, a Q&A, just answering different questions. And one of the questions Matt Jackson got was, uh, hey, like, would you guys like to work with CM Punk? And then Matt Jackson was like, oh, yeah, we love Punk. And he said, well, we text him all the time. And, you know, and I think he said something yeah. along the lines of uh, Punk told him or texted him that if he ever decided to come back, he would be one of the first people he would contact, which is kind of what makes the whole thing so fucking sad. Yeah. So, you know... Yeah, I'm just saying that's that's punk for you. You know, as much as I love yeah. the guy, he has a track record of just being having a real fragile ego. You know, I, I, we mentioned it a couple of months ago. There's a, a you shoot with uh, Kevin Owens, aka Kevin Steen. You know, back when. They were all Ring of Honor back in the day, you know, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Owens being, yeah. yeah, you know, he always wore the T-shirt, you know, and basically, like, you know, he's a fat dude, and he and it's, he's a fat dude, and, and so when he started wrestling, he felt like just wearing the T-shirt was a better look for him, which I agree, because originally when he started wrestling, he was wearing a singlet, and he didn't like the singlet, and he didn't think it looked good on him, and if you if you just put in Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen's singlet, you can see a few pictures of, of the singlet, and, you know, he didn't look good on it, you know, and so he started wearing a shirt, and, like, PWG was like, all right, you can wear the shirt, and Ring of Honor was like, all right, you can wear the shirt, and it was like, basically, every indie promotion was like, yeah, now you can just wear the shirt, but the one person who kept, like, kind of breaking his balls was Punk, because Punk was like, oh, you know, you know, wearing the shirt is unprofessional, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't wear a shirt, you should wear a singlet, and blah, 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 and, you know, Punk was just kind of tearing them down, saying stuff like, you know, you don't look like a wrestler, you're like a bum, you know, you'll never be a main eventer, blah, 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 blah. So apparently yeah. this one particular show where, you know, Punk was just really kind of breaking his balls. And again, I'm using I'm using Kevin Owens' exact wordage here. And uh, basically he kept giving him so much shit for not wearing uh, a singlet. Then for that one night, uh, he just kind of wore a singlet just to shut Punk up. And so he wore the singlet, he did his match, and then he went back in the, um, you know, in the locker room. And then when he went back in the locker room, he looked at uh, Punk, and he was just like, are you happy now? And then, according to Owens, Punk just blew up at him. 
and was like, how dare you talk to me that way, and blah, 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 blah. And, and the way that uh, that Owens mentioned it was like, you know, basically Punk was always breaking people's balls, you know, always kind of joking. But then when somebody kind of throws it right back at him, he just sort of like excommunicates you as if like you just fucked his mom or some shit like that. And yeah. I find it funny because because as much as I like Punk, Punk never got his WrestleMania main event, but Owens did. Punk never wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin, but Owens did, so the karma kind of went back on him there. That was one of, like, I always said it so many times, I wanted it back in my mind, if they did my idea for Mania, Streak versus Streak, Punk Streak versus Undertaker Streak, and that was the main event, would Punk still be in the company or would he still be in WWE? I don't know. But uh, I, I would think it would be a better chance that he could have came back instead of going to AEW, but whatever. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, let's talk about um, AEW making a run to be the number one wrestling company. Uh, they sold, what, over already 60,000 tickets for the Wembley show. I'm not sure if it's going to be on the HBO Max format for the show. It's going to be a pay-per-view. My people think it's just going to be a, a house show, basically. It's not even going to be televised. I'm like, how the fuck are you not going to televise this thing? You've got to televise this thing for money. Shit, you know? But, um... Honestly, I'm looking at it, and AEW is doing a lot of right things, like I said. And I said it years ago, before AEW was a company, it's going to take a billionaire guy that's a fan of wrestling to start a company, to work with other wrestling companies, to compete with Vince McMahon and WWE, and basically that's the blueprint of AEW. It's just weird how Coke Boy has been taking my idea. And I don't get no money for it, but whatever. I'll get them one of these days. I'll find Coke Boy somehow. They're coming to Boston. I might show up and look for Tony Khan. But anyways, <laughs> well, are your uh, Sam? I'm gonna start with you. What, what, what are your positives of AEW, and what are your negatives looking at uh, AEW overall as a company? What are, what are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm not gonna do negatives. I'm gonna try to be nice because I, you know, like okay. I don't, always don't try to AEW. But the positives is that, you know, they do have their hand on the pulse when it comes to the hip-hop community. Like, you know, yeah. they bring in, like, a Kevin Gates or Jermaine Dupree, um, what's you going to call it, um, Ac- um, Action Bronson, um, my dude Westside Gun. You know, when it comes to that, they need, they need to keep doing that. Keep, keep You know, mm-hmm. need to keep their hand on that, on that pulse when it comes to hip-hop culture. Because hey, what did you think of... Um... Uh, the Ass Boys when they came out to uh, Mini Men with 50. Did you like that one? Yeah, that was, that was cool. Even though I don't really rock with the Ass Boys like that, but that was a cool entrance. You know, it made sense because they, they look yeah. at, at you know, people, a lot of people don't like them. So many uh, men, many, many, many men wish that they me. You know, it makes sense. It, it, fit, it fit their character. So, yeah, that was cool. It, and, um, and like I said, the action is always there, you know, that's one thing. It could be overdone, but the action is always there. What I always said about AEW is that they just need better storylines and more storylines, and they need to. They need to. Like I'm glad they're doing this collision for the simple fact that they um they're gonna whoever's not being used on um dynamite they're gonna throw them over there. What may have you, and other people's going to ring of honor. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? But don't just make this collision like another Ring of Honor or whatever. Just random match. Everybody just, just no. Have some storylines. I always said that before. The match, match, the match comes last. First you have the character, then you build the storyline, 
with the storyline, you build the characters, and then you have the match. That's how you create moments in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm sorry, but that that name is funny. The ass boy. This is not like uh, like a jail group or something. Someone's gonna get raped. Real jail. Man. Something from Oz. So Chris, what are you, what, what are your positives and negatives of uh, AEW? Well, you know, its mere existence is a positive. Uh, yeah. It gives wrestlers oh, yeah. an, a, an alternative to work. Uh, it gives fans something else to watch, and most importantly. It just makes wrestling more exciting. You know, wrestling, the, the worst thing that ever happened to wrestling is the monopoly of WWE controlling everything, you know, which is why I don't understand yeah. uh, fans that want not just AEW, but any company to go under. That's just not good for business. So, no. um, but yeah, that's the that's the main positive. Definitely the most fun that I've had watching wrestling, you know, really since I was a kid. So, um, the main negative is... Uh, I've made the comparison before. You know, if you like J.J. Abrams, more power to you. I think J.J. Abrams is a shit director. But a lot of times in AEW, it's just, um, you know, everything's just kind of boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, just give something time to breathe, you know. It's just one segment Mm -hmm. after another, you know. Uh, They'll announce a few matches or there'll be a big angle. And, like, instead of letting it breathe, it's just like, you know, boom, 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 another segment. Like, just, just slow down. That's actually one of the few things WWE does do pretty good is that when a big angle happens in WWE, you know, like they'll let it play out for a bit. You know, they'll show re- – sometimes WWE overuses it. Where like they'll replay the angle like three, four times, which can be kind of overkill. But just let yeah. things breathe, stuff like that. The last thing I really want to say, and this just isn't for AEW, but this is for pro wrestling in general. Uh, if there's one thing that's pretty apparent now um, – American fans are spoiled, and we're spoiled because, like, we get everything. You know, all the major wrestling companies are here in America. You know, we get WWE, we get AEW, we get Impact, we get MLW, we get NWA, New Japan Strong. We get everything. And so the one thing that's become apparent is that um, international fans are fucking hungry. You know, from the, the, the Puerto Rican backlash show we just saw a couple of weeks ago, or the UK, like, you know, these international fans, these these foreign fans, you know, they don't get wrestling like that. And people got to remember, like, you know, it's 2023 now, and, uh, you know, COVID is nowhere near the death sentence it used to be. But when COVID happened, uh, a lot of countries were affected in different ways. Like, UK, they got totally fucked by COVID. Like, they, they didn't get anything. Like, everything was shut down in the UK when COVID hit. They, they didn't have sports. They didn't have wrestling. They didn't have anything. So, like, a lot of these international fans, like, they're fucking hungry. They don't get anything. And so, uh, and back to the whole punk stuff, you know, some, I saw some people. One of my friends, I've known him for a long time. His name is Chris as well. And I, I just thought that he was kind of being disingenuous because, you know, they got 60,000 tickets sold so far for Wembley. That's good. And he was trying to allude. He, he thinks that one of the reasons why they sold 60K is because those fans think that Punk is going to be there. And I was just like, ah, you know, listen, I like Punk, but that's disingenuous. They were going to sell that amount with or without Punk because they don't get yeah. they don't, it's, it's going to be AEW's first ever UK. Every, anytime yeah. you're a big wrestling market and you go to, like, a, a country for the first time, like, that's going to be a hot ticket, like, regardless. Yeah. And this is yeah. going to be – the first big wrestling show 
like, outside of WWE in the UK, like, since fucking WCW in, like, fucking 1994, whenever the fuck they went over there. Like, it's going gonna, it's yep. gonna to do a big number regardless of whether Punk is there mm-hmm. or not. And um, and and uh, it's cool, too, that um, after this, whatever, wherever the fuck Collision is going to be at, whether it's going to be in Daly's Place or Chicago, they're going to be going to Canada for a few weeks. That's cool, too. More wrestling companies need to go international. Uh, they need to go to uh, Canada more, go to Mexico more, go to U.K. more. I know it's probably going to be annoying because of passports and shit like that, but um, there's, there's just a lot of money being kind of just slept on as far as uh, international stuff is concerned. We need more international shows. That's what I would yeah. oh, I mean, even the WWF is saying they want to be at Backlash for next year, again in Puerto Rico. Oh, my bad. I wanted to, I wanted to piggyback over what um, um, Tope just said. Like, um, I don't know why, you, first, I don't know why your friend would even think, you know, they sold all those tickets because they thought Punk was going to be there. They didn't even advertise Punk before, um, before they um, announced they was going to go to Wembley. And two, like, yeah, I definitely agree about them being more international, you know, going out there and um, grabbing new eyes, what may have you. My thing is that, and this goes for um, WWE also, like what we spoke about from before, they need to really make the um, the venues look fun again. Every venue looks the same. Like, y'all dudes got all this money. Why y'all, don't, why y'all not having fun with it? Like, come on. Like, WWE, like, when it was in Puerto Rico, they could have made it a nice little Puerto Rico, Puerto Rican theme type of event. You know what I'm saying? Like, have fun with it. And it was, I'm not, no shots to back backlash. We had fun watching the show. But it was like, yo, my dude, like, y'all got all this money. Have fun with the company. This is the most money this company ever had. Y'all was doing all the fun stuff when y'all, when y'all didn't have the money. Now y'all have the money. Y'all, doing, y'all, y'all going backwards? I just don't get these people. They had the cool drone mm. thing. That was cool. But outside of that, yeah, it looked the same. That yeah. was my beef with uh, Clash of the Castle. You know, that was a good show that WWE did uh, last year. But when you really look at Clash of the Castle, all it was, it was just a live event in a stadium. That's all it was because they didn't do any special sets or anything. Um, they just do a less, you know, the only show that they really do um, – that they go out of their way to make look special is WrestleMania. That's it, you know. And then for like uh, the Royal Rumble, they they usually like to get like a baseball arena, and then for every other show, it just looks the same. Um, you know, AEW will make some of their sets look different. Remember back in the day when like even the referees used to wear different shirts. Remember in WCW, they all wore like the light blue shirts. Yeah, and then ECW yeah. they wore the black shirts, and then WWF had the traditional. Uh, white and black striped shirt, like even little stuff like that, where just little little personality quirks that just made everything look different. Yeah, I got another caller. I don't know who this is. I think it's maybe six oh six oh nine. Is this? Hello, six oh nine. Hello. Don't be scared. <laughs> All right. Bye. You're gone. <laughs> You're gone. Anyway. Oh well. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. That might have been Sports Kingdom. I'm not sure. I got look at somebody. Someone look that up for me really quick. What's the 609 area code? Let me narrow it down. 609. Yeah, 609. I'll look it up right now. Hold on. See who that is. 
But anyways, um, my positives for AEW basically, you know, tag team divisions. I always said they got the best tag team divisions. Um, Storylines, long-term storyline booking and stuff. But my main positive for AEW is their pay-per-views. They haven't had one bad pay-per-view since their existence. That is fucking hard. WWE, you can name off so many fucking bad pay-per-views in the last three, four years, and hard to find like a lot of good ones in a row. AEW hasn't put a stinker. I know a lot of fans saying, oh, the shows are too long, this and that. Well, you're paying $50, so it's like, you know, he wants to give you that money worth for the shows. You know, I think that's what Tony Khan wants to do. Plus, he wants to get people on the shows, too, because I think they probably get, like, bonuses or something if they're on the pay-per-views or the buy rates. So I think, you know, he's trying to help out the roster, too, by putting on, two, you know, extra matches and stuff. But, uh, no, I'm glad that AEW is around. Uh, Central and Southeastern New Jersey. New Jersey? I don't know if that was – maybe it was John? Maybe it was John. No, John's, okay. in, uh, John's in New York. Yeah, I know. Sometimes he, he, he's near, like, Brooklyn and shit like that, so he might have an, a New Jersey area code. I don't know. Unless that was Jay. Oh, shit. That was Jay Oletto. He's probably <laughs> going to kill us or something. Oh, boy. <laughs> he's from New Jersey. <laughs> Holy shit. I think even Joe, Joe Cronin said, fuck this guy, man. This guy's nuts. <laughs> and when Joe Cronin says you're crazy... You're crazy. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> when Cronin's like, you're crazy, you're crazy. But, uh, but anyways, um, um, nope. I know you got some, Dave. <laughs> the what? Now I was like, call back Cronin. I know you got some dirt. Oh, no, he can't call back. And <laughs> once it goes up to 30 minute mark, he can't call in. So it's too late because it's on overrun now. So basically the show is like offline and then you can listen to the last 15 minutes. That's how Blog Talk does yeah. it. 30-minute show, so 45, the last 15 times on there. But anyways, um, yeah, so let's see what AEW does. I'm excited that, you know, they, I'm glad that they sold 60,000 seats, but like Chris was saying, it doesn't matter who the fuck's on the show. These fans in the U.K., they, they want wrestling, you know. They crave for wrestling, and, you know, we need more of these shows. And I know they want to get into Australia. I'm not sure about Australia's COVID lockdown. They're, they're still serious on it because I know AEW wanted to do a tour in Australia. Um, well, Tony Storm, she's from, like, Australia, and uh, Switchblade, mm-hmm. from, like, New Zealand, so there we go, and then, you know, Juice Robinson and all that shit, so, uh, yeah, that's a market right there once uh, they can figure out what the hell they can do in Australia, I know WWE wanted to run Australian shows, too, but, uh, yeah, WWE smart, I would show in Puerto Rico next year again, fuck it, that crowd was hot, it's not like being at a soccer game with a Olay chance and the soccer chance. That's why I love they that. don't have a wrestling show for 17 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit, fucking Savio Vega was getting a pop. This fucking jabroni Vega was getting a pop, you know? I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah, he was, he was spin kicking motherfuckers. All he seen was mad belly. That's what I'm talking about. I know, I know, I know Chris gives <laughs> Savio Vega skit and stuff, but his matches with Austin were pretty entertaining back in the day, in your house, strap matches and shit like that. So, good matches with uh, Austin, but other than that, he was, yeah, so, but anyways, uh, any other topics you want to talk about, any wrestling going on, New Japan, Impact, anything big going on, Chris? Yeah, there's a show tonight, uh, I'm going to talk about this crazy dude, Steve Macklin, this dude trying to break, um, PCO's back with a sledgehammer, Insane shit. I'm like, yo, that's 
I was like, I don't, I didn't even know how what to think about that. It was like I was impressed, but also mortified, because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like how far are we gonna push the button? Like, what's next? You gonna bring a gun to the ring? You know, it's like it's, it's like these these do. It's like they keep pushing the envelope, keep pushing the envelope, and it's getting to the point where it's like, come on, we're not trying to see another Owen Hart incident of what may have you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sorry, but a name like Steve Macklin, he should be on Bassmasters fishing on ESPN. What the <laughs> fuck kind of name is that? Get a new name. Steve Macklin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, so what show's on tonight? What's going on? We got a New Japan show or something going on? What's going on? Tonight. Yeah, yeah, New Japan's got resurgence going on tonight, and um, there's a four-woman tournament for the uh, IWGP Women's Strong oh. Championship, and uh, uh, let me read the people in there, uh, Mercedes Monet, Stephanie Vakir, Mongo, Mamo, Mamo Congo, I apologize if I mispronounced her name, and uh, Willow Nightingale. So Willow from AEW is okay. in there, and Mercedes is in there. So the fans are hoping that we get to see Mercedes. What time is that on? Eight o'clock or something? Oh well. What time is it on? She's been in the row. Yeah. All right. So then uh, the also time? we got uh, we got a match also between uh, Mox and Okada for the first time. We got a uh, Chaos. What? So Okada, Rocky Romero, and uh, Ishii against the Blackpool Combat Club. John Moxley. Willa Utah and Shota Umino. So this will be the first mm. time that Mox and Okada have been face faced each other. And in the main event, we got a uh, we got a uh, Tanahashi versus Osprey. Winner gets a shot yeah, at the uh, at the uh, U.S. title, which is currently what held by Kenny. What, what time is it on? I think it starts at eight. It's in Long Beach tonight. California. I'm gonna check it so, out. Yeah, if I find a link, I'll look on one of those wrestling. Like, wow, that's cool. Fucking Moxley and Okada, holy shit. What's the odds of uh, Moxley bleeding? Probably three to one. Uh, the odds of uh, Okada losing, forget about it, two to nine. <laughs> You're losing money with Okada jobbing. Oh, my God. Well, that's cool. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Fucking Celtic, you know, I don't watch them. But anyway. Oh, shit. Damn it, what's going on? Uh, What's going on with you, music-wise? What's going on? You don't even hear me? I can hear you a little bit. Yeah, I was asking... Hold on, wait. I was asking, like, who was streaming then? Who was streaming the... um, Oh, oh, oh. It should should be on Fight, and it should be on New Japan World. Most people usually watch it on Fight, though. Fight? All right, cool. I really got to get that Fight TV app. I gotta get that streaming service. The Max thing goes through on uh, May 23rd, so that's this Tuesday. I don't know if it goes through uh, at midnight Eastern Standard Time or whenever, but um, we'll see. I know right now the Cody Rhodes uh, rose to the top, even though Cody's not there anymore. That's going to be on there, and the All Access show will be on there too. So we'll have some AEW stuff, but. Uh, we still yeah. have to find out exactly, like, you know, if they're going to have the wrestling stuff put on there. That's probably what TK is waiting. They're probably just waiting for the service to drop before they sell more. So, Yeah. Any any word on okay. the ticket sale for that show for tonight? Did they sell out? The oh, they sold out. They sold out. 
Yeah, she's like 5,000 yeah, feeders. Um, 5,000. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll give Punk, uh, before we go, I'll, I'll give Punk some positivity. I mean, he's a weird guy, but I'll, I'll say this much. He kept his promise. Uh, Punk was, uh, he was at that last New Japan show uh, because yeah. Mercedes was there. Um, and also he was backstage at the Impact show where, where uh, Trinity yeah. debuted. So he was always looking out for uh, Mercedes. Actually, you know what? Punk has always looked out for uh, the culture, you know, because he looked out for Kofi. That one time, Kofi mm-hmm. almost got arrested. Um, they were about to they were about to send Big E packing back in the day, and it was actually Punk that requested to work with Big E. And then after that, that was when Big E was on TV every week. So you know, he always looks out for uh, you know uh, you know the culture. He looked out for Trinity. He looked out for Mercedes. Um, I think he singled out Eddie. I know I know Eddie Kingston is mixed. I know he's not like 100% black, but uh, after the Derby yeah. thing, as far as I understand, uh, TK was like, okay, who you want to work with next? And he just chose Eddie Kingston. I think they should have had a longer yeah. program, though. It was just, just one match. I didn't like that. But at least he, he worked with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, we got to get Punk on Collision because we got to have that fucking Punk go off on Rushev or Miro, that fucking Rushev guy. <laughs> People just need to just like, come on, man. Be a be a damn grown ass man and stop thinking, stop thinking with your damn hearts all the damn time and think with your fucking head. You know, enough exactly. of the shenanigans. You're like, ooh, ooh, I, I want to do it and complaining and bitching and moaning. It's not about you, yeah. motherfuckers. It's about us. That's what we want to see. They always be thinking. That's that's the problem with all, all these motherfuckers. They think it's all, it's all about them. It's not, it's, not, it's not about y'all. Like when y'all always saying y'all promos, y'all when y'all, when you were facing, you know, I mean they shoot their promo or whatever. Oh, we do this for you guys. We do this for you guys. Oh, live up to what the hell y'all speak. It's for us. That's yeah. what we want to see. It's not what the fuck y'all want. Y'all get over. So uh, relax. So see, we got a show on Tuesday. Want to promote your show? Yes, sir. Yeah, no, yeah. you know, um, pull up. Talk about what happened on Monday Night Raw, most likely. Talk about other okay. wrestling news, and then, you know, right. and then talk about what's, what's going to happen on or AEW that Wednesday. So you already know the vibes. Pull up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely, Colin. Um, yeah, I think that was probably Julian Sports Kingdom because I, I remember he is from New Jersey, so that was probably him that tried to call him. But oh well. Anyways, all right, guys. Nice talking to you. I'll, I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. I'll, I'll, I'll call and chime in and stuff like that. So it looks good. I got the Wi-Fi at work, so it looks like I can join in on the Friday shows. The ninjas uh, have been uh, been paid off, I guess, for a while. <laughs> all right, man. Take care, guys. Have a nice rest of the day. I'm going to definitely check out that uh, New Japan show tonight. That would be kind of cool. All right, man. All right, take care. All right. I want to thank uh, Sam and Chris for uh, calling in. Everyone out there, take care. It's been Nate for Inside Wrestling. We just got to wait and see. You know, wait and see. We'll see what happens with Punk. We'll find out with the big announcement of Tony Khan. But Tony Khan was smart. I would announce it just have it at Daly's place. And then Punk shows up. Because if they're going to do All Out in Chicago, why have a show in, in Chicago in like two months before in June? You know? Just make it a surprise. That's what fans want to be is generally surprised. And, like, you know, the, the fact that he wasn't on the promotion shit for Collision, you want to keep him as a surprise. So there we go. But anyone out there, take care of the Nate for Inside Wrestling. Like I said, my next show is whenever I do – I usually do a new show once I get over 100 or so uh, downloads and listens. So keep downloading the show. Check it out on 
Apple uh, Apple Play and iTunes and uh, also Blog Talk Radio. All right, everyone out there, take care. It's been Nate for Inside Wrestling. So, right, goodbye.